0: All right, so let's get started. I want to welcome everybody to the three-two-three three Game Music Podcast. Um, of course, you know I'm Eddie K. Um Tonight, I'm with a, um, a friend of mine who I know since forever. We old as hell. Um,
1: I'm not old. Speak for yourself. <laughs>
0: now <nah>, you right <laughs> there behind me, uh, Summer Rain.
1: Hi, everybody. <laughs> so how you doing? I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm straight. I feel like we've been trying to do this for a minute, and then uh, it just felt like... It just would never work out.
1: I know. I know. I know. Like, tonight, when you hit me up, I was like, you got me. I'm like, in go to bed mode. Like, really?
0: <laughs> hey, you you said, I'm free this evening. So that's what I said. I did. I, thought, yeah.
1: I did. And I stayed awake. I left my contacts in, y'all. I'm telling y'all. When he texted me, I had my glasses on like my coke bottle glasses um, on my hair was twisted up i was in the bed naked talking to girl bay watching uh queen of the south
0: <laughs> queen of the south that's my <laughs> shit i fuck with that
1: i like that show i like it this is my first time watching it i like it
0: how you how you so late on it though
1: cuz i don't watch tv like that
0: what else you be doing working <laughs> I, mean, I mean i work too but
1: I mean I work. I'm on the online networking, you know, um, I gotta I'm a brand ambassador, so I gotta post pictures and hey yo, I'm, so used, I'm usually online.
0: It's 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 crazy how much time social media really take when you're doing it for work, but when you're doing it for fun, it don't seem it don't seem like it's like
1: No, time goes by like it'll be hours before I know it, you know, just scrolling and networking and talking to people mm-hmm. and then you know i'm like dang it's time to go to bed it's like oh, oh dark 30 in the
0: morning <laughs> yeah it, it'll 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 take you down a rabbit hole
1: right
0: so um i'm gonna start with the basic questions and i'm gonna get that shit out of the way and then we're gonna go straight into the foolishness um so are you originally from kentucky
1: no hell no
0: <laughs> why you say <saying> because <laughs> like <laughs> no, nah, don't, don't, don't. I mean, I'm not originally from there, but I could No,
1: I, it's not too many people that are, but the ones that are are proud to say they are from Kentucky. I mean, I'm yeah. proud of it now. Were you born there?
0: No, nah, I was born in Germany.
1: Okay, so you're not from Kentucky.
0: So I don't have no statehood.
1: No, so you're I an
0: longest. That's why I claim it.
1: You're
0: an illegal alien. Who's illegal? <laughs> oh, I'm back. Don't 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 put that on me.
1: <laughs> no, just, I'm I'm originally from it. North Carolina. Ah, uh, what <laughs> part? Goldsboro.
0: Where the hell is that at?
1: It's like 30, 45 minutes away from Raleigh.
0: I have never heard of it.
1: It's a little hick town. Don't don't do that.
0: I got family in North Carolina though. They from from Raleigh and from um, what's the other joint um.
1: Charlotte. Fayetteville.
0: Fayetteville. Yeah. Then, um, so you go from North Carolina and did you go to Kentucky?
1: No. So um, my mom was in the Navy. So I've been somewhere everywhere. My mom was in the Navy. My dad was in the Army. So that's how I ended up in Iraq. because my dad was in the Army. My mom shipped me to my dad. But no, I went from I went from North Carolina to Cuba to Virginia and then Kentucky.
0: You went to Cuba?
1: Yeah, I lived in Cuba when I was like in the second grade. How long? For well, like a year.
0: Do you remember it at all?
1: Yeah, I remember it. You liked it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. I liked it. I remember my brother was born there. I remember my mom was pregnant. She got married in Cuba. I remember uh, we used to go on the dock to the Jamaicans to get an uh, authentic jerk chicken. Um, I remember the Jamaicans there at the dock was musty. Um, (laughs) What kind
0: of memory is
1: that? It's just things I remember. I remember being in the second grade, and they taught us Spanish. Um, I remember I used to chase the chickens. Like, there was chickens everywhere. Everywhere. I would chase the baby chicks, and I would, like, try to keep them. But you can only keep them for so long because what do you feed them? Right. I wasn't going to pick no worm up, so... <laughs> but you, be, you, you gotta let them go. Chickens. You said what?
0: But you would be running around picking up chickens to do what with
1: baby ones, them? just the little chicks. They were I mean they were babies, so
0: So they would just run around freely like that?
1: Yeah, there was chickens everywhere, like literally everywhere.
0: So yeah, that that nah. <laughs> I don't I don't uh my imagination of uh Cuba wasn't having shit uh, everywhere.
1: <laughs> oh you you thought of Scarface or something like that? Yeah,
0: Scarface. I thought <laughs> it was gonna be like <laughs> we get chicks everywhere or something.
1: That ain't that ain't my I mean I remember like uh we would get on the ferry to go to certain places, like uh-huh. we get in the car and get on the ferry or we my mom was in the navy, so like we could just ride the ferry around. So Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Yeah.
0: Did you see uh, Tupac's um, grandma? No. 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 Did you see uh, uh, what's her name? Um, I got her book over here, too. I can't remember her name. His mom or his grandma? It's, I think it was his grandma. She's a fugitive. I don't
1: know her name. It's, uh, I know his mama name is Afeni, but I don't know what his mama name is. Assata. I mean, it's, a, oh, okay, no, I don't, I didn't see her. I was in the second grade. But did you know that she was a, a fugitive? I didn't even know who she was in the second grade.
0: I, knew
1: I'm she was. I mean, no, I didn't. No, I didn't know she was a fugitive. Yeah, she's, on the, she's still
0: on the um, FBI most wanted list. Hey, and power to like the children. people. Oh, my God.
1: Keep it <laughs> riding, my sister. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you, so when did you end up in Kentucky? I
1: ended up in Kentucky. So the first time I was in Kentucky, I was in the fourth grade, and I lived on Fort Knox. And I went to... Oh, that sucks. Um, it was actually okay. It was okay. The only thing that sucked is I had to walk to school. Um, cause I lived in Van And Van Voorhis, like there was a school, but you had to like walk through the forest. Right. I remember that. Like, and, um, I would go to the boys and girls club. I hated walking through that forest because the big kids told me that there was like teenagers dressed up like killer clowns. So <laughs> I was is that gullible yes oh my god yes yeah, so you i stayed a on the defense but i was one of them kids even though i was scared i, I man listen
0: oh, yeah, i got I'm, in I'm, fistballed up i don't, doubt,
1: up.
0: It. I don't <laughs> doubt it you um I, I i stayed in fort Knox when i was young i forget the name of the, the area but they tore it down i think but i don't remember the name of it though
1: I, don't remember. I know they redid Van Boris, so I mean it looks nicer now. I don't look nothing like it used to.
0: Yeah, that whole place looked different. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I they did everything. You
1: say, like you can are you like renting houses or something shit now on? hmm Yep. So this uh the everybody who's not working, everybody yeah. who's not on post. Like if you work on Post, even if you don't work on Post, like me being a um a dang gone civilian, I can rent a house on post, but I choose not to.
0: That's crazy. But then, so, now, you're in, so did you transitioned from Fort Knox to Radcliffe? So,
1: okay, so, no. So, I was fourth grade, and then my my dad sent me back to my mom, and I was in Virginia, and then I was a troubled preteen. Was you back? Um, yeah, I was a troubled preteen, so my mom sent me to my dad when I was, like, 12, no, I was yeah, I was still about to turn 13. Okay. And uh that's how I ended up being in Radcliffe. And then from there I was even more troubled and I don't yo,
0: I-, I don't see I don't see this trouble side because when I met you, you was quiet. And oh maybe that's just because in passing, but you was quiet. I didn't hear I didn't hear your name too much. But now I'm finding out that you were just a whole mystery. <laughs>
1: I was. I mean, I was to a certain extent. I'm quiet. Like, I am quiet. Like, even now, like, as an adult, I'm quiet for the most part. I'm quiet? Me. Yeah, I, yeah, Don't, I, do that. That. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm quiet. Not- okay. I'll put it to you like this. I'm Upon meeting new people, I am quiet. Uh, okay. Because I, I got to observe. I got to feel you out. Like... I gotta observe and see what you about before I let you into my energy. I'm watching you and see how you work. So
0: okay, I'm a, all right. I'm gonna let that go. then. So you go to
1: um,
0: so now you're you are back in Kentucky for the second time, right? Yes. And then how old were you then? Twelve. <laughs> I I was getting ready to turn thirteen. Okay. And then when's the next time you leave Kentucky?
1: The next time I left Kentucky was 2008, so I was an adult. Okay. Now,
0: between, because, you know, they always say people who live in Radcliffe never leave Radcliffe, (laughs) but I'm starting to think that, like, that's not true, because everybody (laughs) everybody I know is not in Radcliffe, for real, or they've been back and forth. Um, So, what made you leave in 2008?
1: I got married. You got married? I got married in 2008. Did I know you was married? Yes.
0: Yes. I got a bad memory. So what? So, okay. I'm
1: not going to out you right now. (laughs) Yes.
0: So, okay. So you get married. And is this somebody from Radcliffe mm -hmm. or outside of?
1: He, I met him on post, but he wasn't a soldier. His family was military, but no, he wasn't from, he was from Ohio.
0: So how long did y'all date or whatever before y'all got married?
1: Um, we were friends for, like, three and a half years.
0: Okay. So, it wasn't no, uh, no rest joint?
1: No, no, no. So,
0: so, when he asked you, did you... Or... Did you always have this idea of wanting to get married, like, growing up?
1: Yeah, I always wanted to get married. Always. Like, I was so serious about marriage to the point where... Like, I did my research. I read the Bible. I was asking my elders, like, what my role is, what my duty is as a uh-huh. wife. Like, I was so serious about being a wife. Like, I just knew... To me, like, of course it was sacred, but also the other part—I'm not gonna lie—was like unlimited sex.
0: Like, you sound like a nigga now. That's that's the first I, thing you talking about is in house,
1: <laughs> right? From in house, like all day, and it wasn't. To be honest, like when we got married, like I wanted to go so much. Like he started telling me no, like no, I don't want our marriage to be based off sex, and I'm like. Who? Who says this?
0: Yeah, I've, yeah. I mean, that at says- that point, if you married, then what, what else is for it to be based off of? Right.
1: <laughs> he was cheating all the time, so that's why he said he was tired. You can't keep up with me and keep up with others,
0: So I don't know. I mean, I was, when I was, never mind. So when he looked, was so cheating? <laughs> my first marriage, yeah. Yeah. So you
1: didn't cheat the second marriage? Are you
0: taking a sip on that? I did. Um, I probably did some things I wasn't supposed to. What are you making that face for?
1: I'm just, I was, I was going to see if you were going to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> see,
0: <you're not> seeing, <laughs> answer correctly. I see, you, I see you, you, um.
1: I'm petty.
0: Yeah, you, you, uh-huh. you starting out So, so when you get married, <laughs> did you have any reservations at the beginning? A little. What was, so, what made you ignore it?
1: <clears throat> because I loved him and that I thought that I could lead by example by showing him love, mm-hmm. thinking that, you know, eventually he would want to change and he would be able to love me properly. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it didn't happen.
0: When you, um, Did you know like his history or like background or like other relationships? Hey, I knew he was a hoe.
1: (laughs) I knew he was a hoe. I just figured, hey, one day you gonna have to settle down. You gonna get tired of being a hoe and you gonna know the thing ain't for you. But his mama told me, girl, he a hoe. His mom, matter of fact, his mom told me he had a girl pregnant right before we got married. But he lied and was like, she ain't pregnant. And I was like, are you sure? He said no, but she kept saying that the girl was pregnant. He was like, nah, she ain't pregnant. And if she is pregnant, it ain't mine. So he waited till the day of our wedding, like when we went and got married uh-huh. to say, okay, she really is pregnant and it's my baby.
0: Hold on. Is this after the I do or the before?
1: After the I do.
0: And he told you on that day?
1: On that day. God
0: damn. And <laughs> he said the truth like, like a, a week later
1: no it was that day
0: so you were well I can imagine that like your emotions was like very high and then you get the news and then it's just like it just drops so how did you deal with it that at that
1: moment Um, it was like it was even after we consummated the marriage like (laughs) so um I was hurt of course because I'm just like why did you lie Mm -hmm. but then I was just like, well, I mean, ain't nothing I can do about it. It ain't like you can can't do a redo, like. Right. So I was just like, at that point, I was like, well, we we just gonna have to accept that you got another kid, like. So I just I was like, don't have no more, like don't have no more, and I'll be fine. And a year yeah, later, you didn't
0: blow up at all.
1: No, cause no, I didn't blow up. I didn't blow. I think the reason why I didn't blow up is because a part of me kind of felt like it was true what his mama was saying. Right. You know, like your intuition. Uh, us as women, we have intuition. We can tell when something's going on, but sometimes we kind of like ignore it or we try to suppress and it and be like, nah, just because we don't want it to be. Right. So I couldn't really blow up because I kind of like knew, because I'm like, ain't nobody gonna keep telling me this for nothing. Like, continuously telling me this. So. All right. I mean, I was mentally prepared and I wanted a child anyway and I didn't have any. So I was just like, well, you know, made a few of them. So, and this one is out the womb, So, okay.
0: So he already had kids.
1: He had several children.
0: Wow. Okay. And you were still willing
1: to? I was still willing to, but he wasn't, his children like spread out everywhere. Okay. They wasn't like. All in the same household. They wasn't all with the same baby
0: mama. Now, how old were you when when you got married?
1: Twenty two.
0: And how old was he?
1: Twenty one.
0: Okay. Damn. So both. Okay. So y'all was young, and then <laughs> and he already had a lot of kids already. Yes. Wow. Okay. I think by then he
1: had. Let me see. Cambrian, Amea. Oh, uh, she named names. Karin, um by by then i think it was like i think that was baby number five
0: yeah i thought
1: i had yeah, you gotta
0: you gotta start a lineup bro. no but yeah but mine's is i said no but yeah i'm <laughs> saying i'm 36 he, he, he said he, no but yeah he matched he matched me at at, at 21
1: right but see the thing about it, it is like some of them kids, like, I know the first two, the two oldest was his, mm-hmm. but I had some doubts about the other ones, and I'm like, hey, you need to get a DNA test. He wasn't. He just wanted to just claim so he them, girl. Hey, you claim them. I ain't take care of them. Just know that when child support come after you, they better not come after me. So
0: So he just let it rot. So yep. So how long was y'all married?
1: 11 years on paper. Yeah. Oh, on paper 11 years and that's only because I was so naive I didn't so a part of me still wanted my marriage to work I Mm -hmm. tried to make it work um, after the first child Um, we were separated for like almost a year and then I went back and then um, he had another one a year later and I just I couldn't do it after that I couldn't like when I saw myself have an out-of-body experience, like, trying to kill this man, I was like, nah, I can't. So I left, and then a year later, he had another one, and I just, I didn't think, I didn't think that I could afford a divorce for one. Um, I didn't know the process of how to go about getting one. Um, I didn't have his address. These last few years when I actually filed for Uh divorce, he would not give me his address. Like, he wouldn't. And then after a while, like, I was trying to do it on my own and I couldn't. And I just ended up getting a lawyer and my lawyer was like, hey, give me what information you do have. And I told him, I said, hey, I found a lawyer. He's gonna call you. Please, let's just get this over with. Because for the longest he was telling me, he wasn't gonna divorce me until I found somebody that he approved of. Bitch, what? Wow. (laughs) Sorry, mama.
0: The, the, The audacity... Right, that's crazy. So, right. when so soon, so how soon after um, y'all get married and, and well, get married, get married, and did you start realizing all the the fuckery?
1: Like, the fuckery was always there, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it, it was always there. I just, I was just thinking in time, like, he would grow up, Right. I was willing to wait because I loved him. I got married because I was in love. I didn't get married for any other reason, but because I was in love. He, it ain't like he was, like, the world's most stable person to be with, like, right. financially. But, um... Yeah, so I was just, like... <sighs> eventually, he'll grow up. He'll grow out of this BS. He'll want to stop selling dope, like... But
0: uh, no, I never...
1: He was a... Yeah, he was deep D-boy. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Is that? Gotta, do, you, do you think that was part of the attraction? No, because he wasn't one when I first met him. He wasn't, like, fully in the game when I first met him.
0: Okay.
1: He wasn't. He, like, uh, had fell back on it some. But I guess that's because, you know, when you went in a new town, you got to get to know people right. and get connects and...
0: All that stuff.
1: What state was y'all in? Um when we got married, we were in Florida.
0: Okay, so you was in okay. And you had you been in Florida before that?
1: No, that was my first time going to
0: Florida. So how was the transition from Kentucky to Florida? It was easy for me because
1: I'm I'm a country girl, but I'm a city girl at heart. So it was easy for me. So it
0: was no um like culture
1: shock or nothing like Mm-mm. No, because I'm a military brat, so I'm right. used to, to like, shaking and moving. Like, I adapt for wherever I go. I'm adapting to the, to the atmosphere, so it was easy for me. So, in these periods when
0: y'all were, like, separating and stuff, then where were you? Was you staying in Florida or was you going back to Kentucky?
1: I was staying in Florida, so he went back to Kentucky. So, let's see. We got married in 2008 in Florida. Then... That was in September of 2008. We got married December. No, September. About I want to say December. I think it was because it was winter time. I believe we moved. We moved to Kansas with his mom because we were staying in Florida with my mom. Mm -hmm. So we moved to Kansas with his mom, and um, it didn't work out there. That's how we ended up separating because it didn't work out. And I left, and he still stayed there with his mom. So, I moved back to Florida. Um, I ended up getting my own place. I had a job. Like, I had everything set for him to be able to come back. And I was like asking him to come back because I'm just like, we married. Like, why would you not come back? And he wanted to do his own thing. So, hey, I let him do his own thing. I didn't ask no questions because I was doing my own thing. So
0: okay. You, <laughs> so, you just maneuvered at that time through life as if it never happened.
1: Pretty much.
0: Did you have a um, a ring?
1: Not at that time, no. The rings didn't come till later.
0: So what did you do with, when you did get the ring, what did you do with it?
1: I wore it when I, I mean, I wore it. Yeah, yeah. I wore it.
0: I mean, even during your times of, like, separation and everything?
1: Yeah, I still wore my rings. And then after a while, like, after baby number two, that's when I put my rings away. And I was like, I'm not wearing these because it's not, no.
0: Right, no. So, mentally, do um, you think that affected, Did that like, did it mess with your, like, mental health or anything
1: at all? Of course it did. Like, um, I thought something was wrong with me. Um, I felt like, what is it that I'm lacking to make you want to go out there and do the things that you're doing? Why didn't you want to keep me? Like what, what could I have done better as a wife? Right. And I remember this one particular time, uh, like he t- he would tell women all the time, like he's married. Like he got my name tattooed on his hand. So he would always tell women, like, because they ask him whose name is that? And he'd say, My wife. So he's telling women he's married.
0: But they don't care.
1: No, they don't. So like I remember this one time, uh, he told this girl that he was married and she asked what I look like. And I guess he showed her a picture of me. And this was before I had got into stripping real tough. So, like, I still had, like, my good girl image. And I remember the girl saying, oh, she's basic. She looks basic. And from that point on, I was like, I don't know what the fuck basic is, but I'm not it. And I I can't be
0: it. And you, you heard that.
1: I heard that and I transitioned myself into what I am today.
0: So how did she... So when she said that, what did he say?
1: He agreed with her. To this day, he'll say he didn't. But you know how somebody will say something and it just stick with you? Right. And it just stuck with me because he agreed with her. He was like, she is and that's okay. But I'm like, in my mind, like, this girl called me basic, you agreed with her. And I'm like, if I'm so basic, maybe that's why I can't keep your ass at home where he's supposed to be at. Like, what, what's going on?
0: Did y'all ever have like these, this conversation of like, what am I not doing or whatever the case?
1: Not at that time. To be honest, like we we can talk better now mm-hmm. as friends. Then when we were married, like in the beginning of our marriage, like I'm to the point I'm over like the hurt, all that I'm over it. So it's just like I I asked him, like, what is it? And he finally confessed one day and told me I did everything I was supposed to do. I did everything right that I was supposed to do as a wife. Mm-hmm. He just was not ready to get married. But he knew that if he didn't marry me, he would have lost me. So he basically wanted to have his cake and eat it too.
0: So <laughs> 10
1: years later you tell me this.
0: <laughs> did he ever now in into the, the public eye on, on people outside looking in and did people see these things?
1: Yeah.
0: And did he did he ever like admit it or did he just say like nah nothing's going on or like what was he saying? I mean he would admit the things
1: that he doing. He wasn't hiding it at all. Like and yeah. if he was hiding, he wasn't doing a very good job. Like I'm not the type to go through, like, your phone. Mm -hmm. I did it one time. I went through his phone one time, and I said, I'll never do it again. Because when you go looking, you're always going to find what you're looking for. And I did it one time, and I said, I'll never do that again. It hurt my feelings so bad. So, so bad.
0: Did you tell him what you seen?
1: Yeah, of course I did.
0: And then he was just like, what?
1: I mean, he just was like, damn, so you'll be all right. Like, he had no regard for my feelings. Jeez. At all.
0: so, so at, at the at the point when she said the whole basic shit, you said you transitioned. So, what do you mean when you say you transitioned?
1: So, by then I had I transitioned from being that goody two shoes. Uh-huh. I mean, I I won't say I was a goody two shoes, but I transitioned from being a good girl to going and being a bad girl. So, um, like in the beginning of my like nineteen twenty, like I tried to strip a little bit, but it didn't really worked out. So by the time I turned 21, I was dancing and then um I would have a regular job. So I would have work my regular job during the day and I would dance at night. So by that time I just skipped the regular job altogether and just went straight to dancing. So I moved to I moved to DC, matter of fact. Moved to DC, like gave myself a whole like makeover, um, cut my hair into a mohawk. Like I so I have been dancing for so long that I've seen so many girls and each girl that I saw a characteristic that I liked, I would wow. snatching from her. And then I created my own self. So um, that's how I came up with Summer Rain.
0: So when you, okay, you, you started stripping. Your first experience, do you remember like your first night? Yes. How <laughs> was that?
1: I, I was... I want to say I was like 18 or 19 and it was at Thoroughbred. Um and Lexington? No. In, in Yes, on Dixie. It's the one now. It's called Hot Legs.
0: Okay, I, I think I remember. I know you're talking about it, yeah.
1: So, um, there's two different clubs. There's a 21 and older club in the front and in the back is the 18 and older club, which is a juice bar. So, like, you can't have alcohol in that one. Um, and that was the club you could be topless in. Um, And you could be nude because they weren't serving alcohol in there. So um, I remember being in that club. I remember it was my time to go up. And the person that I was with at the time, my ex-fiance, he didn't want me to to go. So he was supposed to take me. He didn't take me. I had to find a ride up there. And I remember going out on stage and I was so scared. I was shaking. Like my hands were shaking.
0: But what no, like what, like where did the idea of stripper come from?
1: I, I'm not going to lie. Ever since I was in high school and I saw uh, Players Club, I was like, I'm going to be a stripper. I'm going to go to college and pay for my college with my stripper money. I'm going to be a single mom.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a goal? <laughs>
1: I said this stuff. I promise you. I said this stuff. I don't know why. I don't know what I was thinking back then because the single mom life is not cool.
0: <laughs> exactly. Nah, so, so you you you're in. Uh, so how many women is like in this club at the time? Like how many other strippers are there?
1: It was like maybe a handful and a whole lot in this one.
0: Did they did they look at you and like give you the, like the little dirty look?
1: No, because I was the only black girl, so they would ask me if ask me to teach them how to shake the ass and. So you
0: um, was the only black girl.
1: I was the only black girl. Wow. Yep.
0: And then so that's when you came up with your your no, story?
1: that wasn't my no, my stage name, Summer Rain didn't come until 2010. My very first stage name was I want to say it was New New.
0: Don't, don't tell me color <laughs> of ATL. <laughs> and
1: yeah. then I was like, wait, no, I can't keep that name. Yeah. <laughs> And then I came up with KY Thunder. So uh I kept that one for a little while. I was yeah, KY I think, Thunder you know, for I a think while. I
0: Remember seeing that.
1: I was I was KY Thunder for a while. Like I would dance during derby parties. I remember uh I had remember when they used to air we used to airbrush our jeans and shit.
0: Yeah.
1: I had jeans that had KY on one leg and thunder on the other leg. Uh I did that for Derby one year. I danced at Fats as KY Thunder. Um I danced at Green Light, Glass Slipper, Crazy Coconuts. I danced at
0: quite a few strip clubs on uh, 7th Street. You, my I wasn't my first time going to a strip club is I probably was like 22, 23. Like it just it just wasn't like I just didn't like all my friends went. But to me, I just couldn't understand the, the idea of going to a strip club and spending money.
1: Why not?
0: I don't know. I could you know, cause I think for people who's just not aware of the culture at all, like cause I didn't I didn't gamble, I didn't I didn't do anything. So yeah. it was just like it was just foreign to me. So the first time that I went, I was like, oh, oh, okay, I okay, I can, I can, I can get with you. <laughs> So when you, so how long was you stripping before you s- stopped the the first time?
1: When I stopped the first time, okay, so, I, I attempted to do it at like 18, 19. It didn't go so well, cause I was engaged to somebody. Mm. Like that whole experience, I was like, no, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Like he was mad. Like- Was he jealous? He came up there. Yeah. He came up there like, Tears in his eyes. See, you light-skinned nigga. Tears in his eyes. First of all, don't,
0: don't do that, don't do he that. That ain't got nothing to do with
1: being like. He took skin. a lot of money. He was so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> so disrespectful. He took a lot of money, he just threw it at me. He, I was like, oh my, he was like, let's go. And I remember him pulling me off the
0: stage. He pulls you off stage? Uh, he was emotional. And he, re- he really loved you, though.
1: He was crazy.
0: I see. I see. Crazy. Do you remember how much money you made, like that night?
1: I think I went back another time. I believe I went back another time just to piss him off. <laughs> and I only say that because I remember this old guy gave me two hundred dollars just to sit and listen to him. Uh huh. And the conversation while I was listening was him telling me of an orgy that he did with his twelve brothers and sisters.
0: 12 brothers and sisters, he had an origin. Yeah,
1: with his siblings, with his 12 siblings. He talked about sucking and fucking. And I remember sitting here looking at this old white man like, with his actual yeah. siblings or no actual siblings. Like, my and mom and dad was gone, and me and my brothers and sisters, we used to suck and fuck each other while our parents were gone. And I'm like, what
0: in the world? This is nonsense.
1: Right. <laughs> I got you, paid two hundred dollars. You, you got
0: two hundred dollars, though. <laughs> I
1: got two hundred dollars to hear that. I will never forget
0: that story. <laughs> uh, that's that's crazy. So then you okay? So now you you're summer right now. I am. And then, so when you so when you do the whole transition, you turn into you went from good Rihanna to bad Rihanna. And, <laughs> and you're in DC, and so how was the transition from Florida to
1: DC? It was rough. And I only say it was rough because um, coming from Kentucky and their laws and the way they do things is way different than how they do things in D.C. So like when I danced at Fats shout out to Fats Pops I say that because I learned stripper etiquette people laugh when I say that but I learned stripper etiquette when I worked at Fats. Uh So um, at Fats it was like so much money there but when you're on the bar and you're on the stage you can be completely nude but you don't have to it's not a have to it's an option when you're on the floor it's topless only so in dc it's first song topless by the second song you got to be butt naked third song you're butt naked not an option at all like you have to be butt naked so to go from it being an option of being naked, which I don't mind being naked, but it's just like, dang, like what if this ain't even the right song for me to want to get naked to? Like,
0: So you didn't get to pick, you don't even get to pick your own songs?
1: You get to pick your own music because it was a jukebox. We didn't have a DJ at the first club that I didn't say. It was a jukebox. A jukebox. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so niggas was putting quarters and shit in the jukebox.
1: Dollars, no quarters, oh, dollars.
0: Dollars in the jukebox. Yes. Was it at least a digital joint? yes okay at least it was a touch screen okay oh lord so so you 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 said what what was the name of the facts
1: that's the one in Louisville Louisville. Um, the first one was I did in DC Louis Rogue Louis Rogue downtown DC and how was that first night there I was scared. I was so scared um, because it's like, you new booty. Right. So it's just like. Literally. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, you got to find a spot because everybody already has their spot because they've been there. You got to find a spot because you're the new girl. Folks is looking at you sideways because you're the new girl. And, you know, they always feel like they look at you sideways because when you're the new girl, you get new money. Okay. And so when you get new money, yeah. So when you get new money, that means the clientele that you have already built, they see, oh, it's a new girl. So they're going to give some money to the new girl. Meanwhile, they feeling like you don't need to be giving no money to nobody except for me. Right. Well, we all are here for the same thing. Right. To make money. So eventually, like, they got used to me. But I mean, some of them told me, like, after a while, when they got used to me, like, they didn't like me. And I'm like, I mean, I kind of figured that and I was okay with it. Like, I would literally sit at the bar by myself and like the bartender would talk to me. Um, the customers would come and talk to me, but like none of the girls would come and talk to me for real at first. I think I was there for like maybe a whole month before somebody actually came and talked to me.
0: Damn. So during, so, so dealing with the whole thing in DC, did any of like your friends and family know that you were you were a stripper?
1: Yeah, my family knew. I, I never heard anything. Okay. I never heard anything, they knew I was dancing.
0: But you didn't. Was there any, like, reservations from the, from them?
1: My family, no. I'm going to do what I want to do. Right. Like, you can say what you want to say all day long. You can tell me how you feel about what I'm doing. Uh-huh. But I'm still going to do what I want to do. But then, my like, my mom supported me. My stepmom is always like, whatever you do, be uh-huh. the best at whatever it is you're going to do. So if you want to be a hoe, be the best hoe you're going to be. Uh-huh. If you want to be a drug dealer, be the best drug dealer. Like, doctor, whatever. So... I just knew if I'm a strip, I'm gonna be the best stripper I can be. Like, period, that's it.
0: <laughs> so at what point did you feel like you just didn't want to do it no more?
1: Ooh, I think I was in DC like two years. I have been popping pills, like traveling and i was depressed like i got into a really really deep depression like to the point where like i was a table girl so i was promoting for regular clubs and on top of that i was working in strip clubs so like i it's like if you don't hustle you don't eat because that was my only means of income so i remember like one time i was in a club drinking and this guy was talking to me in vip and i just bust out crying in the middle of the club and I remember my friend at the time, her name was Felicia. Uh, we ain't friends no more. But <laughs> she ain't passed away now. We just ain't friends no more. Wow. Uh, I remember her like cussing the dude out and she was like punching on him and she was like, what did you do to her? And I'm trying to explain to her like, no, he didn't do anything wrong. He was like, I didn't do nothing to her. So like um, that happened. And then I remember being in my room when I lived in uh, lived on Benning Road I remember being in my room and I was in just crying. Don't.
0: No. Don't go there. Nah. No. <laughs> Every, you know, everybody who listens to this, who who's in this <laughs> area, know what goddamn Benning Road.
1: You came to see me on Benning Road. Know.
0: exactly. I'll never do that shit again either. <laughs> I'll
1: never live on Benning Road again.
0: Because <laughs> I was, I was, I was new to, I was new to D.C., like, traveling around, like, by myself, like, the first time as an adult. Because right. my family lived in DC in northeast, no northwest, right. and then um, my dad's side is like it's hella country, so like Indian Head, Fort Washington, that area. So I found out you here, and I'm like, oh shit, I come, I come, I come, fuck with you. I'm driving down the road trying to find parking, and my is like, <laughs> kept watching me and shit, and I'm and I'm oblivious, I'm not. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and then I had to do a couple circle uh, around.
1: <laughs> then you the motherfuckers like
0: niggas was like, yo, 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 you, you lost? Hey Slim. <laughs> you, you, hey Mo, you, you lost? I'm like, oh shit, hold on. Let me uh <laughs> it's like, nah. And then and then I should have known when you said when you get here, be talking. and downstairs and meets you. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I should have at that at that moment. I should have known.
1: Niggas be in the stairwell. I should
0: have known. But the, the I wasn't like it wasn't like I was scared. It was just like you know when you're in, a, in an environment like that because I I didn't my mom's from Jersey. I don't I I lived in Camden. I lived in uh, when I was in Hawaii. The
1: suburbs.
0: Who? Who's in the suburbs?
1: I lived in the suburbs as a kid. Oh. I mean
0: I lived in, in mixtures, but my mom side in when I was in Jersey, we lived in Camden, and I was like in the hood, like in Project Towers and shit. And then um so not being I mean that was like years ago. So not being, you know, saying being outside of that element, I was like, ah oh, shit, like now I gotta really pay attention to what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> and, then, and then you then you talking about, oh look, we gotta go uh walk to the liquor store. <laughs>
1: Because it was right up the street. Yeah. There's like, no reason for you to get in the car.
0: <laughs> you talking about walking?
1: <laughs> there That's was what? no reason for you to get in the car to drive. What? It was right up the street. It was like, what's a That's shit.
0: Man, hold on. Let's, let's get to this motherfucking liquor store so we can get right back.
1: <laughs> I used to walk to the liquor store. I used to walk to McDonald's. Uh, I walked to the, the restaurant where I used to get my chicken wings and my mumbo sauce. Like, I walked everywhere, I did. I caught the train and I walked everywhere. And the the thing about living in DC is like, everybody knows if you're a stripper, cause you always carry in your bag. Like they know what that suitcase is. We don't carry no regular like purse. We got our purse and we got our suitcase that we toting along so everybody knows. But they never disrespected me. They tried one time and I was like, nah, I ain't with that shit. Right. Yeah, I was well with that shit on Ben and
0: yeah, my... yeah, you know, because they always going to see what they can get away with.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So when you... So at that moment when when you, like, kind of like, all right, I just don't want to do this shit no more, Um, what was that process like of trying to figure out, like, what's next? Um, I think I called my mom. I called my mom. I ended up
1: coming back to Kentucky because I was just like... It's country. It's peaceful out there. The cost of living is cheaper. Because, by like, then road was, like, almost $1,000 for a two bedrooms. And I had a roommate. So, like, it was expensive. Then we got robbed. Like, one of our friends robbed us. So, we got evicted because it's, like, they, they, when I say evicted, like, we got put out. We got put out, but it was on like we were on like the the one month behind, yeah. and that's the, you know, they slapped us with an eviction So I'm like, dang, like can we get some late fees or something? <laughs> like, no, right. they're just like, no eviction. Damn. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they so, didn't. Yeah. Um, DC, they don't play. They don't like right. at all. They, you don't get thirty day nothing. Right. No, like, get, Your get court out. Nothing. Nothing. It's pretty much get out. Give me my money or get out. So. um, yeah, I ended up going back to Kentucky. I called my mom. Uh, I went back to Kentucky. Before I went back, though, know, like the whole transition from like moving out of the apartment because I had gotten into my roommate, which was my friend at the time. I got into it with her. I got into it with another girl that I thought was my friend. Like they ended up being friends and talking about. I was talking about them, and it was a whole bunch of mess. And I'm like, the same shit that I said to her, i done said to you before. So okay, whatever.
0: Right, but you want to act like it's new.
1: Right. So yeah. I'm just like, you know, I don't even need this kind of pressure. So, um, I was talking to this military dude at the time. He's a drill sergeant. Um, I don't even know why I said I was talking to him. We was doing more than talking. But, <laughs> <laughs> so I stayed with him for a few days trying to figure stuff out, like what I wanted to do. And, uh, in the meantime, my roommate was like, contact me. And I wasn't talking to her cause I was just mad. Cause I'm just like, you betrayed me. So, um, he was like, you need to talk to her. For what? Like, we're we getting evicted, so I need to go my way, she need to go hers. Like, there was nothing mm-hmm. to talk about. But I don't even know why she wanted to talk, because she's from there. I'm not from there, so I have to figure out what I'm going to do, which I was right. like, my only thing that I should do is go back to Kentucky. So, um, I ended up going back to Kentucky, and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I went to Kentucky and uh I got locked up.
0: <laughs> for
1: real? Yeah. I was in Kentucky for I think I was in Kentucky for about a year and I got locked up. I got locked up. Um I got I was trying to go for an interview on post and I was speeding and I'm thinking I'm just gonna get a little speeding ticket. I had to pee real bad. Uh-huh. So I was trying to hurry up and get to the hospital to do my urinalysis. So, um, I'm thinking I'm just going to get a ticket. And I'm like, what's taking them so long to give me a on ticket? Well, I mean, I knew I was on probation from Florida. But <laughs> that's another story for another time. I knew I was on probation from Florida, but I didn't know I had a warrant for my arrest. Wow. So, I was in Kentucky for like maybe a year and... Um, I got locked up on Fort Knox. then Hardin County came and got me later on that evening. I sat in Hardin County for, like, a month and a half. Then Florida came and got me, and I got extradited from Kentucky to Florida, back to Florida. And then they stopped on another 45 days, um, and it was over a fine, like, I did my probation services, like what was required of me. I just didn't pay the fine. Right. And um, luckily, I kept my paperwork so my mom could, like, send it to the judge and let him know, like, she did be doing community service and all that stuff. And
0: um, was this an unsupervised probation? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, I wouldn't have left the state if it was. I mean, I'm a G, but I'm a rebel, but.
0: No, I'm saying cause, li- know, I'd I'd I only still know about the unsupervised because I was on unsupervised for two years. so.
1: <laughs> I probably still would have left if I was supervised. I, would, I didn't care back then. Like I
0: was in and out of jail a few times, so you think you did probably like what, forty-five days? That's a month. I mean, another so about three or four months.
1: No, it was like maybe two or three, maybe. Okay,
0: and what was that like?
1: I slept. I got the best sleep. Like for me, I didn't care back then, y'all. I'm telling you, I did not care back then because I was just three hots in a cot. That's what it felt like to me. So it wasn't I no, like, pay no, bills. no lesson
0: learned. It wasn't no like, oh, dang, no epiphanies. Nothing happened. You didn't see Elijah Muhammad in the in a vague in the corner. No,
1: I would read. I would exercise. Um, I would sleep. Like that's the best sleep I got in my life because I ain't got to worry about the phone ringing. I ain't got no responsibilities. I ain't got to take care of nothing. I just gotta go to sleep, watch TV, get up. You know, that's it. Clean up. That's it.
0: So my. Um... My my ex dad, because we're not cool no more, so I call him my ex dad. He's a um, he's a um, cor- he used to be a, he's a retired correction officer here in uh, PG County, and he said that the women is worse than the men.
1: They probably are because when I got extradited, so when I got extradited to Florida, um, they thought I was crazy like all the inmates, because it was a pod of like 80. I'm used to, in Kentucky, it's like a pod of like maybe 15 to 20 of us. Uh-huh. But in Florida, like it's a big old like pod and it's like 80 women in a pod. So like I got there and I'm like, I'm in jail. So what the fuck I need to talk to y'all for? So I literally, they thought I was meeting. And they thought I was crazy because I didn't talk for a whole week. Like I didn't talk to the CEOs. I didn't talk to nobody. you supposed to spit your number out. And I would just take my little tag and show them my number.
0: <laughs> you were just defying on, on whatever you could be defying on.
1: I was. <laughs> I you so was. You want to say my
0: number. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> so, did, did eventually, did you talk to anybody?
1: I did. I eventually started talking. um And that's, I met one of my best friends in <laughs> jail. She was pregnant at the time, and her son is my godson. So, um, yeah, I ended up talking. That's how I knew folks thought I was crazy. So, like, uh, she was like, yo, she's from New York. She was like, yo, like, everybody thought you was mad crazy, yo. Like, you wouldn't talk to nobody. We thought you was mute and shit. But that's how they be talking, too. <laughs> right. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm not mute. I can talk. She's like, obviously, but I'm just saying, yo, like.
0: <laughs> like dead ass.
1: And back then, I was using my maiden name. So, my last name was Simmons. So they called me Mabel. <laughs> to this day she still calls me Mabel. They say why? Because you know Medea's last name was Simmons, like Mabel, know, Simmons. You know, Mabel Simmons. Ah, okay. That's okay. Medea's name. Okay. So like I'm tall, he big boots. I'm I'm tall, yeah. So I mean they just that's what they called me and when I was locked up was Mabel and she still called me that to this day.
0: <laughs> so so you you get released. And then, um, is it like on the movies and shows and shit? Is it just like you you walk in, they give you your shit, then you walk out, and then it's just what happens from there?
1: So, so I got released, and they gave me my shit. Um,
0: so what was you, you you what was you wearing like your interview clothes?
1: No, what I was wearing, <laughs> what I was wearing was uh sweatpants, no leggings. Long john, two pair of long johns, two pair of socks, a sweatpant, sweat, sweat shirts, and I believe I had on two long john shirts as well.
0: Yeah. Cause ex- I
1: got extradited from another jail. Ah,
0: okay. Okay. So
1: um so yeah. And the crazy part about it was I was waiting for my ride and I was so like I remember me and this one Mexican girl, she had her eyebrows were tattooed on her forehead. So I remember me and her, we were so anxious to get away from the jail. We walked, I say, I swear we walked at least 12 miles just to get to the 7-Eleven. Because we wanted to, like, be away from the jail that bad. So y'all was released uh, at the same time? Yes. And it was daytime.
0: And nobody had no ride or nothing coming?
1: I had a ride coming, but it, it was taking so Who wants to sit around? Like, you've been sitting in jail for all these months. Like, who wants to sit and wait for a ride? No. So
0: you go to Seven Eleven, 7-Eleven, then what'd you get?
1: We just wait, I didn't get anything. I didn't get anything. I just waited for my ride. Okay. Waited for my ride. And it was my sister's birthday. I got released on my sister's birthday. February 5th, 2012. I got released from jail. And I've not been back to jail since. So a couple times I almost got
0: (laughs) tempted. You (laughs) because you didn't (laughs) learn.
1: People be testing my patience, Uh testing my gangster.
0: Oh Lord. So you so you we get released, do you go back to Kentucky?
1: Yes. So not
0: initially. Uh-huh. So not how,
1: initially. So
0: you was in
1: Florida
0: for a little bit? I was in Florida for a little bit and then
1: my sugar daddy flew
0: me back to Kentucky. <laughs> what? You, is this, Don't is, judge me. I just is this the white guy that I was telling you about the origin? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So your sugar daddy flies you to 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 Kentucky, mm-hmm. and then um, again now again you gotta try to figure this out, right? Yes. So so now what's that what's that process like again? Trying to figure it out.
1: So um, he told me about a job about someone that he knew. Come to find out, with somebody he fucked uh, that owned a daycare. And was looking to hire someone. So I ended up working at the daycare and getting pregnant. <laughs> and week? Not at the daycare. <laughs> no, of course not. I got pregnant at home. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I worked at the daycare and I've just been living ever since. Living in Kentucky.
0: Okay. Yeah, well, this This story is wild. <laughs>
1: And in the in between stories you'd really be like what? I, see, that's what I'm trying to
0: I'm trying to stay clear from all the in-between joints because I know <laughs> it can go a hard left and it can go a hard right. <laughs> so in Kentucky, is this where you decided like to like to, to really try to get your divorce and stuff? Yes. So yes. what made you um at that point like what made you like because you already been through a whole bunch of shit, and I'm pretty sure that's probably the last thing on your mind. So what what prompted you to do that?
1: To get a divorce?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I was dating somebody. Okay. I was dating somebody. I really liked this guy. Um, I wanted him to trust me. And I just, I, I felt like he could have been the one. So I'm like, I can't, like, I'm like, God is not going to allow this to go any further unless right. I get rid of this dead weight. So, um... And he knew about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I told him I was married, but I said I was in the process of divorce, which I was. I had started the process myself, which wasn't easy. It cost a lot of money. In Kentucky? To do it on your own, yeah. It cost more to do it on your own. Then. <laughs>
0: My shit was... I think it cost me $250 at a, a eight hour class or some shit like that.
1: <laughs> no, mine was like uh, one eighty seven for the processing fee. Then um, I had to keep paying to serve him, and right. he was giving me the wrong addresses. That's where it was starting to add up, was because he kept giving me the wrong addresses to have him served at. Right. So um, then I ended up getting a lawyer. I paid the lawyer five hundred dollars and I got my divorce.
0: Okay And how long did I, the whole process Of the whole divorce take
1: For myself or for the lawyer
0: For you, For yourself
1: it, A whole year Wow A whole year because he kept giving me the run around With his addresses Because he, he kept saying Let me tell y'all how stupid I was How desperate I was to get this divorce So he came into town one day And I let him stay in my apartment And he was like if you give me something, I'll sign the paper. Okay, you know. So, okay. This
0: nigga was a nigga nigga.
1: <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, maybe i me either. Go for me. Okay, I give you some. It's my husband anyway. We're not sinning. So, I give him some. And the next day, we're supposed to go to the bank. to go sign the papers in front of the notary. This bitch is like, I'm not signing no fucking papers.
0: He hit you with me.
1: I waste the coochie for nothing? Like...
0: He hits you with all the nigga moves, and you feel yeah, for
1: every of him. I feel for the.
0: <laughs> you would think that you would have all this uh, street sense and and all this shit you've been through, and the simplest shit you were just like, all right.
1: Because I feel like he's right. Like you are right here. Like right. how could you not? How could you not?
0: You had the, you had the papers on the bed and everything.
1: We yeah, I had the papers, the envelope, and everything ready. I he, had he, that little envelope ready.
0: What he do, just leave when you were asleep or something?
1: He left when I left. I left to go do something real quick and came back and he was gone.
0: Oh, shit. That, that nigga grabbed all oh, his shit and was just like, I'm out here.
1: Then I call him. He like, I'm not signing no papers. Damn. I waste the coochie for nothing.
0: Did you Did you tell your, your boyfriend at the time?
1: No, because at the time I wasn't... When I did it that time, I wasn't
0: dating anybody. Ah,
1: okay, okay. I wasn't dating anybody, no.
0: So... Now now you transitioned into this whole, like, um, brand ambassador, and I see you, like, doing modeling, and um, what got you into that? I
1: always wanted to model. I always, always wanted to model. But, um... My first... My first modeling gig was Curse or Calls in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried out, I got it. Um, it's just a sisterhood of women celebrating women of all shapes, sizes, you know, color, creed, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just celebrate each other. And then um, someone had told me about Central Bliss. And at the time, I was a bedroom candy vendor. So I went to a available uh show as a vendor uh, for, I want to say it was 2016, I went to a show as a vendor and I saw the show, shout out to Tiffany L. I saw the show and I said, I got to do this. Like I got to be in this show because it was just so sexy and sensual and the music and the vibe was just like everything. So... Um, I ended up talking to Tiffany, and I did the show the following year, 2017. I did that that Respect the Crown show.
0: Did you know her prior to that?
1: Prior to the to doing the show, yeah, I knew her because I was a vendor at the the year before.
0: But prior, but prior to the being you being a vendor, you didn't know. No. Okay.
1: Nope, I did not.
0: Uh, so I knew her before you did this.
1: Yeah, I don't even know how do you know her. Never mind.
0: Um, uh, <laughs> Topeka.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah. So um, you do the whole, get into the um, bliss. What was that like?
1: Uh, being in Beverly bliss. I love being in a uh, bedroom bliss because we get to be free. Yes, we're vulnerable because we're in lingerie and we're in front of people. But at the same time, it's just like, when I step on the runway, before I get on the runway, I'm a nervous wreck. Like, from the time I step to the beginning, like, I'm getting ready to go go out, I'm, like, so nervous. I want to throw up. But then I have to take all that nervous energy and ball it up and just serve. So, like, that's when I just have to. You gotta walk out there like you the baddest thing out there. Right. You badder than the bitches sitting in the crowd. Bitch, I'm badder than you right now. Look at me. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> So what's it like building the, the confidence up for, for like to do something like that?
1: I, I mean I already had the confidence. Uh, uh for me, I already had the confidence. Like a lot of females don't have that confidence when they first join Central mm-hmm. List and their own list. Um, they end up gaining it. But I already had the confidence. I mean, I, clearly I had to have some sort of confidence to be a stripper. right? So this is just a step down from that. Well, a couple of steps down because I wasn't naked. But um, it just, it was empowering because it's just like the stage, having the stage presence, like you have to have a certain stage presence because like the audience feeds off of your vibe. So like if right. you serve negative energy, they're going to like, hey, she don't look like she's too sure sh- up there. Like, if you've given off I'm the baddest thing, then motherfuckers is, is cheering you on, and they looking like, damn. But, I mean, I just always, I always knew, like, everything has to be in place. Like, I have to, even if I'm nervous as hell, I still have to not look like I'm nervous. Right. And I I, I always do every time.
0: With, with everything that you you know, that you went through, that you suffered, or that you um, gained, or whatever, do you think that you now found, like, what your purpose is dealing with all that?
1: Um. Yeah. So, my purpose is to help people. Like, I'm, um, I have a service heart. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm an open book because I never know who can learn from my experiences. And i learned over the years that as I share my story and I share the experiences and things that I went through people come to me and they say oh I went through that same thing too and I see how you got out and you know you're an inspiration so like um I don't think people pay attention to me like I'll be posting my pictures and doing the brain and I don't really think people really be paying attention but it's a lot of women that like inbox me and say you're so confident I just love you I love everything about you and um, like one of my old co workers told me her 13 year old daughter just loves me to death and just thinks that I'm so confident. And a lot of women are like, I wish I had your confidence. And I'm like, hey, you can take a little bit if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I got enough to go around. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about, but it's just, I'm that type of person that if I know that you want to do something, like, I'm going to build you up. Right. I'm going to always build somebody up. So, like, that that is my purpose is to be everybody's cheerleader.
0: Yeah, I can, I can, I can see that because when I see you on um, on Facebook and stuff, you know, I always be messing with you because you always go live, and I'm always <laughs> commenting some some some, some
1: off the wall stuff, and it's usually yeah. off the henny. <laughs> I
0: mean, I mean, I do partake in you know, in the in the in the henny juice, but um, and I don't, I don't watch. Like, usually, like, you know, you see people go live all the time. I just scroll through it. I'm like, fuck, I'm not watching that shit. But usually when I see yours, it's just, like, it's because you got, like, a certain energy and you got a charisma. And it's just, like, for some reason, it's just, like, attractive and people just stop and just want to watch you. So I just want to let you know. So it's not that that I like you, really. It's just because you just got, like, a good energy. Okay, thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna let the, I'm gonna let the, I'm gonna let you have that and tell the people that. But
0: okay, thank you. So so I wanna ask you this because I get this, I get asked this all the time, me um since I was married and all the other stuff. Oh, right. you do marriage again? Yes. And because I tell people they was like, so after all the stuff you've been through, and they're like, so you would get married again. I'm like, yeah.
1: I was like, I don't have a charm for you. Third time's a charm for you. But I'm
0: I right, such a way <laughs> but i'm just saying like the i don't have a problem with the the general idea of marriage right it's the once you once you do it is 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 what sometimes is is i mean that's what the issue all the time is like who you made or what you doing over the cases that's the issue the right. idea of marriage is not the issue no not at all
1: like the idea of having someone that you spend the rest of your life with right. that's never going to be the issue it's just who you choose to spend the rest of your life with um their action your actions how y'all handle problems like marriage is hard work it is hard work and both parties have to be willing to put in the work and the effort and if one is lacking and the other one is is going it's not gonna work
0: yeah because i learned from my first marriage that um it's definitely uh you need to vet (laughs) who who you who you marry or whatever um but I'm not gonna lie, like my shit is well documented. Like, I don't lie, like people ask me all the time, like why you why you get divorced? It's just like, cause I cheated and then got somebody else pregnant and, but a lot of people, like guys don't like to tell their story. They just like to blame it on the ex-wife or whatever the case is. Even though we should've never got married in the beginning.
1: Why did y'all get married? Cause y'all had a kid?
0: No, I got married because so, I mean, it's it's kind of because we had, because we had a, we had a um, she was pregnant in high school, um, but I did. So when we graduated, I didn't do shit. I was just you know just in Radcliffe, just doing a bunch of dumb shit like everybody else do. Cause I'm eighteen. But a whole
1: baby on the way. No, I'm. Just,
0: well, yeah, because she was she was born. Um, the, the following year, so I'm doing nothing. I'm in Radcliffe with no idea what I'm going to do. Not thinking about school, and I think about college. I think about anything. And then my mom one day was just like, "Look, you gotta go." And she just, <laughs> me yeah. and I'm like, "The fuck!" I'm like, "Where am I supposed to go?" She's like, "I don't know." She's like, "I just like I can't do this no more." And it wasn't like I wasn't like doing like anything like egregious. I guess it was just the fact that every time she would wake up, come home from work, go to work. you
1: grown ass in the house.
0: So I was just <laughs> like, all right. Then I, um, I went work for a couple of weeks and quit, find another job, work a couple of weeks and quit. And then I, I joined, joined the military. And then I had to wait two years because I was on probation. And then I'm at boot camp, well basic training, and then I was just like, yo, this like this shit's getting old. Cause, cause when you at basic training, you just thinking about all the dumb shit you was doing because you have nothing else to do. So I was like, I gotta. <laughs> at that time, I had uh, my second daughter on the way, and I was like, okay, I gotta like, at least try to make it right. So that's what that was my point was just like, I just try to like, do
1: the right thing. Yeah. That's sweet.
0: Cause I'm at basic training the whole time. I'm there, I'm getting hate mail. The whole time. From
1: uh-huh.
0: her? Yeah. The whole time. Because as soon as I left, everybody, for some reason, just wanted to go to her and tell her, like, all this shit that they was doing with me. Neighbors.
1: Wow. Like, how I was, much stuff what you're doing? <laughs> yo, I was
0: you doing? Yo, I was 19, 20. I was doing all types of shit. Oh, you was
1: doing a lot.
0: Just fucking with neighbors. Um <laughs> Fucking with some other chicks. Um, and they all were just like, they just had a big powwow. It was just like, yo, like, yeah, we all fucked at you. It was just like, I was like, oh, my God.
1: That's crazy.
0: So I met, uh, basically, all the mail I'm getting is like, I hate you. can't stand you. I'm changing the girls' last names. And, and like, that's all I was getting. Everybody else is getting, oh, I miss you um can't wait (laughs) to see you (laughs) so when towards the end I'm about to graduate her I guess mindset started to change and then she was just like I want to try to make it work and blah 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 and so I was like all right cool like I owed it I thought I owed her that much so as soon as I graduated, we got married probably like a, a couple of weeks later. And then I get stationed in Hawaii. And then the first couple months I was in Hawaii by myself. Who were you? I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to.
1: You slipped in the veil, tripped in some cool
0: nah, camp. I was I was I was I was hanging around people who were single.
1: Uh, well see the thing about that is I feel like you should have enough self control cause like even when I was married Mm -hmm. I had single friends like all my friends were single I was the only one in my 20's married everybody else was single so i go to the club and for I want to say like the first 10 months of us being separated I would like I wouldn't talk to guys like no I don't talk to him why your husband ain't here so I still got a husband like, don't talk to me. Don't
0: text me. <laughs> but I think it's different when, I think it's different when you're separated and, because that, that when you separate, you know, that, that that idea is just like, oh, well, they about to get divorced. Right. I don't know that shit was going on with me. I was just, I was it's just,
1: just out, there. out there.
0: Yeah, I was just, out. with single niggas who, if they were like real friends, would have been like, 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 like nah, you know, you got to chill, like. Right. You know what I mean? Because my friends now, they be like, yo, like, nah, nah, you got to relax. <laughs> so I know, so I know that at the time, the people I was dealing with just... They wasn't it Yeah. Then I got somebody else pregnant. And then... Oh,
1: get you every time.
0: Yeah. Hanging around people with one thing turned into another. And then I was, I was reckless. I wasn't coming home. I was, uh... Like, yeah. Like whole, like whole weekends.
1: And you survived?
0: <laughs> I mean it was rough. I was I was uh again, I was young, got got money. I've never really had like a steady job. I'm consistently getting paid. Um I was just spending money going to clubs, never really, never really went to clubs. I'm going to clubs. And I'm getting all this attention We're doing nothing, because <laughs> I wasn't the type to just walk up to like females and no game. I have no right. game at all. You
1: did. you not even in high school. You didn't.
0: I don't. I had no game. All I. I, I
1: that's
0: it. All she personality. Like it I All personality.
1: Because <laughs> you're funny. That was,
0: that was it. That was it. It, it was in plenty of times where I'd be in groups of, like, these guys or whatever, and they'd be trying to talk to chicks, and they were be like, nah, I ain't talking, but I'll talk to him. But I never said a word, though. The light skin
1: thing. Light skin was back. Back then, light skin was in.
0: Yeah, light skin is always in.
1: Okay.
0: We always in.
1: <laughs> Y'all cry baby ass.
0: <laughs> then I realized... Um, what really made me turn around like change my shit was when, when we was going through the divorce and um I had my daughters and stuff on the weekends. The first time I had picked them up and then I had to take I had to drop them off, my youngest daughter, yo, she just burst into tears. She wouldn't let me go. She didn't wanna leave. She didn't uh like I could I like I had to like peel her off of me. Aww. So like that image of that was just like I can't. I can't just be in the streets just doing all this other dumb shit. So I kind of tried to, um, I tried to fix it. I tried to, like, I went to counseling. I went to anger management. I went to, I did all that shit on my own. And then she was just like, nah. So I was like, all right, cool. Too
1: late,
0: yeah. Too late by then. I was like, all right, cool. She said she wanted a divorce. So I, I went through the whole process of doing a divorce. And then around the time when it got finalized, she was just like, she wanted to try to make it work. She's like, I didn't really want to get divorced. But I was like, well... Like, so
1: like, then, you the process, yeah. the money. <laughs> right,
0: I already paid, too. I don't sat in this long-ass class, all this shit. Nah, fuck that. We going, just for general, nah, for that, fuck that. We getting divorced now. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Time
1: and money in the law. That's what I, yeah. and people and, and, watch too much TV. And the
0: class was at night, so I could have been out, you know what I'm saying?
1: Really? You could have been I, out? No, I'm
0: just saying out like watching a game or something. Or you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Not like out, out. Okay. So yeah. I'm I'm reformed now.
1: Good. I think we all are. I would hope so.
0: We're almost 40. I know. You're almost 40. Who almost 40? You, you're to oh. 40 than I am. Nah. I'm
1: I'm I got four years. You a lie.
0: I'm dead ass.
1: How old are you? Thirty six. Okay. See you. Why are you trying to put that
0: that that four zero on me already though?
1: It's okay. I'm. I can't wait to turn forty.
0: I know you can't. You got y- y'all. <laughs> I think I think women be more excited about turning forty than me. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs>
1: because like when I crossed over to thirty, like. I started, I like, I hit 30, and, I, like, at the very next morning when I woke up and I'm like, okay, I'm 30, it was just like, you know what? You got it. I don't even care no more. So I know by 40, I'm going to be like, fuck it. <laughs> 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 it's going to either be like, fuck it, or come on, let's fuck. <laughs> like, y'all, be, ready. Y'all, be,
0: y'all be turning into, like, whole events. Y'all be having, like, 40 birthday bashes and... As- <laughs> I'm turning It's a
1: milestone.
0: Celebrating a whole month. A whole month? I don't
1: have the energy to celebrate
0: a whole month. I don't. don't, But that's what. A whole weekend. I'm saying it's. I do a weekend, but not
1: a whole month. That's what I'm saying.
0: Like, nah. Like, it's too much. Nah. 40 to me is like. I don't care. What? Yeah, to me, like, nah. Like, it's. For what? So you going to like 60, 70. I'm not celebrating none of that shit.
1: Okay. It's a celebration
0: of life. Nah, it's a celebration of how close you are to death. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you looking
1: gonna... like that? You looking at the glasses
0: half empty and I have full. That's how. That's how. That's how. I mean, on everything else, I look at it. Have whatever. It is, whatever the fuck you just did. <laughs> but birthday shit, nah.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: You celebrate that, that shit. I stopped celebrating birthdays like seriously probably like five years ago
1: I celebrated last year I went to Miami last year uh,
0: Good old Miami. I've never been to Miami
1: you should go it's fun it's nice and warm the sun is always shining unless it
0: rains <laughs> yeah there's a hurricane or some shit but I don't like water though
1: you ain't gotta go to the beach
0: but outside of, that, outside of that, like, what else did it do? There's
1: funny shit to do. So, like, uh, we didn't even make it to the beach this year, um, last year. So, I went to Miami my 30th birthday, um, and I went to the beach. And then I went to Miami on my 35th birthday, but I didn't go to the beach. So, we went to uh, Wynwood, and it's like, I wanted to go to the fashion district um, and the designer district. So, I went down to w- Wynwood, and um, it's like art on all the buildings. Like paintings on all the buildings so um, it's like billboards and like I took a lot of pictures and did lives because it was just so much art everywhere on every single building like there was art. It's something to look at on the sidewalk, concrete, everything and then like people were outside playing music in different areas um, it, it was really it dope. Expensive. It's restaurants out there, it's dope
0: Miami just sounds expensive
1: <laughs> It can be it? it can be
0: The food is good I've been hearing stories of, like, people going to the club, and they got to pay, like, $50, $60 to get in. And I'm like... Depends on what club you go to. I think um, somebody was telling me about... Was it Live? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, nah, I'm good.
1: Yeah, it's... I mean, but it's it's all about what you make it. I purposely don't go to Miami to, to club or to party. Like, I'm past that stage now. Like, I don't even belong in the club. I feel out of place. So, like, I normally... Like, when I travel... The one thing I, the main thing I want to do when I go travel out of state somewhere is to take a nap.
0: Like, I want to sleep. You spend money to go take a nap.
1: Because <laughs> it's like, I can turn my phone off. I can, like, I can sleep peacefully because I'm can, on vacation yeah, and I have, I have my kids. I cannot do that at home. I cannot. You
0: can't turn your phone off and go to sleep.
1: I don't know why I cannot. Like, I have my kids, so it's just like, when I'm at home, I can't sleep peacefully because she's in the house. Now, if she's out of state somewhere, then I can sleep peacefully. Cause it's just like, I ain't got to worry about, you know, getting up, even being bothered. She, what?
0: You mean if she sleep, you can't sleep peacefully?
1: No, because anything can happen.
0: So you, you worried about shit that's probably never going to happen. And that's why you can't sleep.
1: I'll sleep, but I don't sleep good. Wow. Well, anything I don't. can happen. And yes, Raclev is getting pretty bad. They're trying to catch up hear, a little
0: bit, but I can't picture Raclev getting. Bad. They
1: keep they trying to catch up with
0: Louisville. I know it's a lot of. Uh, the last time I went there, it was a lot of goddamn uh, dikes liquor.
1: Like, so it's a lot of liquor stores out here. Oh um, yeah,
0: I, yeah, it's a mad liquor stores.
1: Yeah, folks coming up missing. Folks I remember we had to. Go to uh,
0: bar sound just to get liquor.
1: No, we had to go to Vine Grove to Berries or Shorties. What to get it? liquor. Mm-hmm. Vine Grove. We know. never went to Barstown. We went to Vine Grove. My parents. I remember riding with my parents because Barry's was on the
0: bar side for some reason.
1: I think Barry's was on the right side and Shorty's is on the left.
0: Yeah, see. Now it's just on every corner. hmm Right across the street from each other. Yep. I'm
1: cool
0: at, with that. And you be at which ones?
1: I go to the Walmart one. <laughs>
0: They sell liquor at Walmart.
1: Mm, they got a they got a neighborhood fresh market, and then next to it they got the what is it, wine and spirit, or liquor and spirit, whatever something in spirit. But I go to that one because that's where my wine is cheapest.
0: I can't remember the last time I've been to uh, Radcliffe because every time I go, I mean I'm always in Lexington. You should come to Radcliffe. When the last time I've been, probably. Part four years, no, four, well... When ain't Anthony still in No, he just moved to, um, matter of fact, he just moved to Vine Grove. Oh, uh, right. on the... Yes. Last time I went there, he was in Meade County. Like, on the, the, the borderline of Meade County and, like, um, f- like, what's that shit called? Like you know when you're going towards Fort Knox and you gotta make that left. That's got gotcha. Yeah, he was right on the borderline over there. Gotcha. But I haven't even been to Rack. Like I haven't even
1: It ain't shit there. You ain't missing nothing. <laughs> That's what I am saying. It ain't shit there. I'm there. You got a
0: fucking what's that? Uh that uh Waffle House. Not the Waffle House, but whatever that shit's called. Huddle House shit. Waffle House is there,
1: Huddle House is there. Huddle house is up the street from me.
0: That was the only thing I got excited about.
1: I mean, we got stuff now. E-Town got stuff now. <laughs> E-Town? No. They are like building E-Town's
0: up. What that, what's going on with the malls there? Yeah,
1: it's barely there. That's what I'm saying. Like, it ain't a real mall though. I know.
0: That's, old white people just go in there to walk around in circles.
1: I, you know, I do
0: that sometimes. Oh, my God. Are <laughs> yeah, you, you talking about me
1: being old? I remember I used to go to the mall just to exercise in the wintertime because it's too cold to walk outside, so I would go to the mall, do my little laps around the mall, <laughs> and then go on. Sometimes I would bring my baby and let her play in the play area, and i do my laps around the play area while I wash my baby.
0: <laughs> See, yeah. Nah, and you talking about me? And you and That's you there, and you there with the old white joints with the velcro, <laughs> the velcro shoes. my
1: power walk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Twisting and turning
1: and
0: <laughs> Yeah, you gotta relax.
1: <laughs>
0: well, look, I'm not gonna keep you on uh, too long because I know you gotta go to work. So you gotta get up early.
1: Yes, I do.
0: And you look like you' about to pass out now, anyway. Nah, I'm feeling the effects over there. now. Oh, I forgot you took that shit. <laughs> I forgot you took that shit. That's why you laughing all extra hard.
1: <laughs> I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Oh
0: my gosh. And you and, and with that you can just go to sleep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'm gonna do something else first and then I'm gonna go to sleep. All right, I, look, I don't want to <laughs> hear about none of that shit. I don't want to hear about none of that shit. I'm about
1: to go. I'm
0: bad. See, <laughs> ah, I knew you was gonna. You know what? I'm gonna. We did get off here before you we start. Uh,
1: we'll be out here for hours if I let
0: you. I know you're getting getting explicit. <laughs> All right, so look, I appreciate you for <laughs> for coming on with me. Uh, I'm pretty sure this probably won't be the last time. And then,
1: thank you
0: for uh, having me. Next time we we'll, we we'll might have we we'll have a more structured conversation. About something specific. I
1: enjoy being on here. It's fun.